All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, on this episode of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, the NBA has supreme confidence that J.R. Smith will cover his tattoo, but J.R. is not speaking to the cops. Clips and Drew play GM for the day after reading the latest GM polls. We also discuss the new look Clippers and new look Lakers. Is it Clamp City for the Clippers now? And lastly, we announce the winner of the Forest Lab t-shirt giveaway. It might be you. And Clips and Drew are throwing a tip-off party October 16th. Listen to this episode and get all the details. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, please kick our intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? It is the follow through with Clips and Drew. Yep. Episode 46 of the True Players Podcast, as we like to call ourselves now, Drew. Yeah, True Players Podcast. It's only fitting, I think. Uh, I don't know 146, Drew. Yeah, 46. I I have no idea. 46 is pretty slim pickings. (laughs) There's only one player in the NBA right now that actually wears the number 46. And I can't even believe that there is a player. Oh. That is wearing the number 46. It's just such a random number. Aaron Baines. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The Celtics. What a, what a stupid number, though. That's like a Horrible really number. bad number to pick. I have a little bit of a surprise at the end of this for you. But, okay. So literally the only other names in NBA history are Dennis Bell. Don't know Who him. played in the 70s for the Knicks. Jay Murphy. Nope. And Todd Murphy. Not brothers. Okay. Not related, as far as I'm aware. Both played for the Clippers. Both wore number 46 in, in consecutive years. Wait, what, wait, wait, backtrack. Yeah. Backtrack. Give me the names again. Jay Murphy. Jay Murphy. And Todd Murphy. And Todd Murphy. This is like early 80s. I think if my mind, if my memory serves, it's like 84 was uh-huh. Jay Murphy. And then 85, 86 was Todd Murphy. Both of them didn't, neither of them, obviously neither of them played together because right. they wore the same number. Right. Jay Murphy moved on to a different franchise. To the Hall of Fame? Did he go to the... No. no didn't, didn't move on to <laughs> These that. guys only played like five five years each. Okay. And then Todd Murphy, Todd Murphy picked number 46 up for... That's weird. No reason. Can it be their show, please? I have... This is my surprise. Oh, okay. In 2005 for the Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. Bo Outlaw. Bo Outlaw went 40... Wait, what? N- number 46. W- on which team? The on the Phoenix Suns? Phoenix Suns in 2006. Wow. 
So he just jumped. I'm from sorry, 40- 2005. 2005. So he Phoenix jumped Sun. from 45 to 46. That would be a first in podcast history to have Bo Outlaw as number 46. Wow. Last episode was not Bo Outlaw, number no. 45. No. But I'm very, very willing to give Bo Outlaw this number because, I mean, Aaron Baines doesn't necessarily deserve. No, I'm not putting him. No, he's exactly. not going to be. That, that's not his episode. And I kind of bitched about Bo not being it last time. <laughs> so, yes, let's do this. The Bo Outlaw. The random Bo Outlaw. I'm with that. Number 46. Shout out to Big Bo. wonder what Bo's doing now. Probably whatever he wants. He's probably got a Facebook. We got to check him out. Hey, some shit happened this week, Drew. Yeah. J.R. Smith did another J.R. Smith thing. Yeah, over the offseason. Uh, you know, he's inked up. He's tatted all over. He decided to put Supreme on his leg. Pretty pretty large. Like the, the, it the was entirety, the logo. It's the entirety of his behind his calf. Mm-hmm. Like it goes from his knee all the way down to like his Achilles. Now, was it who was the one that wore it last year that they made him take it off? Was it uh, a dude on the Kelly, Wizards? Kelly Oubre wore Oubre. He wore a, a sleeve. Mm-hmm. On his leg and I think on his arm. Or one of those. I oh. think he tried to do both. Mm-hmm. And uh, He had to take it off the at NBA, halftime. Yeah, the NBA didn't allow for that. So the NBA set, said, has informed J.R. Smith yeah. that he will be fined every game if that's not covered up. Covered up. So they're and making they're just making basically saying he has to wear long socks or some kind of sleeve on his leg every game. Which or he'll get fined. Which is bullshit to me. Yeah. All of this is bullshit. Now in the rules in their contract, uh it does say NBA rules prohibit players from displaying any commercial logos or corporate insignia on their body or hair. So if that's a rule, right? But Supreme is just a word. Like we know it's a brand, but it is exactly the logo. True. I, 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 there's definitely other ways to put Supreme on your body that aren't indicative of like, oh my god, that's clearly the clothing brand Supreme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, people. You know, all the hype beasts are up on Supreme. It, it's like big time. I've never seen anything like it. When I over All Star Weekend, yeah. I remember going uh, to that. Remember that Gary Payton thing I did? Yeah, yeah, right? and, yeah. And the Supreme shop is on that street, and there was literally they had to uh, bring them in by I think it was twenty at a time. Right, it went like a half mile down the block. The line, yeah. Just thousands around, these hype beasts buying the thousands of dollars with this shit yeah and everything in there is expensive as fuck I like, know, like they have a like t- a white t-shirt for 500 bucks it's or fucking something bullshit I, yeah. anyways i don't think the nba should be telling players what they can and can't put on their body all right i understand jr see they didn't say that they didn't say what? you can't get a tattoo they just right? said you got to cover that shit up right i get it but why why should why should you have to do that and right. there are i remember when gortat went through this with his he had a jordan uh uh, logo on his ankle or something. It's, like it's that. on his calf as well, it is and he still calf. has it. Right, it's not removed. He has. Is he playing with it? Like, yeah. Is, okay. This his whole career. Does he have to cover it up? No. Right. So that's not fair. So Jr. thinks that obviously it's a conspiracy against him. Right. He's making it a big old deal. And then today, yeah. they asked him at practice or whatever. Uh, have you talked to the NBA office? This happened like that's four or five days ago, right? Well, Jr. got the tattoo a while back, right? But the NBA addressed it uh, during media, like around the, days around ago. the media day, right? Deadline. And Jr. said today this in a, in very Jr. fashion. He said, "I don't talk to police." That's what he said. <laughs> quoted, "I don't talk to police." So he's he isn't going to be covering it up. I will guarantee you that. Well, and they're going to just fine him, right? So I guess the the other side of this that I heard was that. People are saying Supreme should pay his fines. Oh, okay. That the brand should step in because it's clearly giving them exposure. Right. Now they're not they're not thirsty for exposure right, right now. They're getting a lot of exposure. Like we said, bro, they don't I don't even know if they advertise on TV 
or radio. They're just they're just known to be a really dope brand. So people already know Supreme right. is cool and it's a cool brand. So like I don't I don't know if they need to if they want to align themselves with J.R. Smith. I don't know why they wouldn't. I feel like he's kind he'd of a perfect. a perfect representative for what they're trying to do. He'd be perfect, but then when does this stop? So it's like right. then like the ultimate goal for big corporations or anybody coming up is like, hey, Lou Williams, if you put the Nike logo on your forehead, we'll pay your That's that's why I think the NBA is trying to prevent anyone from doing this. Is because then it becomes NASCAR but ink on your body. Right. Right. So then, then, yeah, then you have people like, I don't know, uh, James Harden wanting to get an Adidas tattoo, right. even though he has to wear a Nike jersey. Right? right. So, like, it's, I understand from the business standpoint why you can't have that. Right. Cause I, you know, for shit, for 10 million bucks, I know there's at least a couple NBA players that would put whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. like a monster energy on their left shoulder, right. you know? So I, I understand it. I think it's shitty. Right. It just kind of sucks that, that they're going to make him do that. Or fine him, and it, and it is really up to him, right? He, you know, I don't know what the fine is. It can't be, it can't be like his whole paycheck, right? So, and he's making quite a bit of money already, so he may just say, you know, fuck the rules. <laughs> I feel like wearing my normal shit, whatever I want to wear. Right. It's my fucking body, right? And see, so I understand that. And point it should too. be, it should be at the. It, I think it should be at the players, you know, decision to like whatever I want to put on my body. I should be able to put on just right. because the NBA and the NBA switches sponsors all the time. You know, like right. la, what which if, is also part of why they don't want brands on people's bodies, right? Because like, they have if, an alignment with. What if Nike Clay right? Thompson tattooed stance on his on his kneecap or mm-hmm. whatever, right? And they switched back to Nike socks this year. You know what I mean? So then right. it was fine last year, but it won't be fine now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is, it's just a, it's kind of just a tricky thing, though. Like, I can understand both standpoints, right? The guy has every right in the world to tattoo whatever he wants on his body. Mm-hmm. But the NBA also has a right to protect their, their alignments with right. their brand and, and other brands that they have agreed and have a partnership with that'll so. be interesting to see what happens right because i think jr is going to drag this out as long as possible and he was talking about not snitching today he's like because he wanted to like they asked him is there any other players like right. you and he's like dude i'm not going to tell but you can figure that out yourself. it's not hard just yeah. look around the whole i mean the marcin gortat is is like the biggest like one right. who's get, getting a right. lot of mention in this because he has a relatively large he's a seven footer he has a large calf right and in the center of that calf is a clearly a jordan logo of the you know the jump man mm-hmm. and so now it's probably he probably needs to cover that up now too if the nba is going to be seen as not just if a you're going to do it to jr if, if it's not just the jr witch right. hunt, then you're going to have to force him to wear legs and then also. it will totally look like a witch hunt if if it doesn't happen like absolutely that. then then so. it, then the, then it's ungrounded like and then it's completely ridiculous right i guess the one thing you could say is that jordan is a part of nike which is obviously where the nba is right now so right. maybe they won't punish him a little more lenient for that right speaking of gortal i'm excited to see what happens with that though, yeah because they somebody's got to make a decision here right and he's been first of all he's been in the league for like 10 years i just yeah. want to say that yeah. like he's had that tattoo since he was on orlando like the very first memory Did i he? have of him yes the very first memory i have of him is that like oh, Mar- you're talking about Gortat. Gortat. I thought you were talking about J.R. Smith. Gortat. Like, no, no, um, no. So he's had it for right. several years, which is why I think people are like, wait, why now all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Why does, why when J.R. Smith does this, does everyone completely realize that, Gar- Smith. that Gortat has had one for, right. for a decade? Speaking of Gortat, dude. Yeah. I watched him play the other night. 
Clipper is preseason. He's on the Clippers now, isn't he? Oh, he is on the Clippers, and I was not fucking happy when we got him on the Clippers. You weren't. No, I I mean... I I bet you're happy now because DeAndre's gone. Well, I love DeAndre, though. DJ was my guy. And you need a center. Yeah, and you don't let... You don't really know. He's really good, dude. Like, Gortat can play basketball. He's a hooper. He's He's athletic. Right. He rebounds. He rebounds hard. He's got a jumper. He can shoot free throws. Uh... I liked him. He was moving, setting picks. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this might be another dynamic. But watching, you haven't watched the Clippers yet, right? I haven't seen a minute right. of the Clippers so preseason. So they've far. only played one game, and they played against uh, some Chinese a, a, a team, foreign or team. It wasn't Australia. A yeah, I think it was. Yeah, because fucking Bogut was playing. Oh, was he really? Bogut owns uh, owns part of that team that he Does plays he? for. Okay, you know, which well, is sure. interesting. Yeah, because he's down there now. That's a good. That's where he's. That's where he's living. And he that's was, where he's yeah, doing. that's where he's from. Right, he he was beating shit off the glass. He looked good. I mean, Bogut was a number one. He's pick, still bro. young. People yeah, people forget he's only like what thirty three, thirty four yeah. years old. He can like play. That. He injured a lot though. Right, every yeah, every year he's injured. But Gortat, I was I watched my boys, dude, and I'm from being sad all summer. I really was sad, Drew. You know, I'm not. I, yeah. I have pretty pretty much already written off this season. Yep. Right. You you I was been so upset that they're not making the playoffs. I what I know, dude. And then I watched them. Yeah. And realized holy shit we got we got a lot of good players on the team and then patrick beverly my guy came out and gave the clippers a new nickname because he wants to get they want to get rid of lob a new city. nickname for the team yeah just lob city's done oh right right, right. got to turn over got to turn over a new we're leaf. no longer lob city right he said we're clamp city now Ooh. we're clamp city we clamp are here to play city. defense right and okay. if you think about that all right avery bradley great defender. defender patrick beverly luke mambute yeah I guess Gortat. Gortat's a pretty good defender. Right, yeah. you can be on that. Definitely. Tobias Harris, good defender. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so all these right. people there. And then we got Lou Williams. And then we right. got, you know what I mean? You have like, Danilo, who's make, not a good defender. <laughs> no, but he can score. He like, can, yeah, he's a scorer. There's a nice balance. And Doc Rivers was talking about just like his only problem in training camp, like his only problem as a coach yeah. was getting these guys off the floor. Because all they, were they, just, they just wanted competing. to play. Right. Because we also, with these, these vets, because those are some pretty good vets. Yeah. Then you got the kid that really impresses me and that, that people have been talking about, and that's Shea. Shea you know Gilgis Alexander. Shevante, as they call him. Is that right? That's his real name. Oh, okay. Shevante. He shortened it to Shea? Yeah. I mean, it worked. Cause it's that's easier a for white long ass name. It's, Say Shevante. Gilgis Alexander, yeah. That's and for white people also, it's much easier to just call him Shea. <laughs> Did you see how, how long his name was on the jersey? It's hilarious. Like they needed to start that shit on his ass cheek. They bro. need to, dude, it went, it went like from elbow to elbow. <laughs> It's. I think it's longer than Giannis's, right? It it has on, to on be. the. We should look that on up. the jersey. Because I can't spell either one of them. So also Giannis is a bigger guy, so maybe he has more you know inches to to span it out. And they had to put in the what's the, the, the dash, the dash, the hyphen, yeah, the hyphen. I know, but he looked, dude. So he looked really good. Yeah, you're Everything excited about that him. I only saw him play a couple times in college. Kentucky. Uh, He's got good bounce, and uh, he can and he can really pass the ball. Seven foot wingspan right. on a six five guy. Like that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty interesting. And he can defend too. He looked really just. I'm saying the whole team looked looked good. Like we're gonna compete. I was a little fucking worried. You right. know what I mean? Right. You were. Yes. And I like if Danilo can stay on the floor and you got Lou in there. That's a big if. <laughs> if he can, yeah. he never does. He never does. But when he's on the floor, he's good. He man. Is. The guy can score he score can. fucking baskets. Yeah. Um, I'm changing my mind, and I think we can. I think we're gonna be a playoff team. Bro. I think so too. I think we can hit the eighth spot. Yeah, at least. I I agree. You're gonna be in that mix, right? I think maybe the I think bottom four we're competing with. Probably the the <laughs> like no, we can either be eighth or fourth. I think 
Oh no! See, I don't think I don't think your reach is, is that high, right? I think seven or eight is probably where I you're gonna. I, maybe I'm shooting high for. Four. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of good teams, right? You know, right. and but I think I do think that especially if Jimmy Butler's gone uh, in Minnesota, eventually, if that ever happens, I think you're gonna be just as good as the Timberwolves. Uh, I could, and I think I, I think you're gonna Denver? compete with Denver with your Denver, yeah, your Denver Memphis mix. ain't gonna be there. Memphis, maybe if everyone's healthy again on them, they right. could be good, but. We're gonna no get Dallas, no chance for Dallas. To no chance for you Dallas. You don't think so? No. Dennis Smith, Luca, and DJ. Their system has to change. I think Rick Carlisle has to adjust his system if that's going to happen. You, they need to run. They got to well, get out. Your boy, and go. Giannis's brother. Yes. Put in some work too. Yeah, dunked he on looked, somebody already. He looked impressive. He's man. got long arms too. Man. Uh, but I, we're gonna we're gonna do a whole NBA preview on the next podcast, so we can delve a little bit deeper into all the different situations. Uh, for each team, but specifically the Clippers, I definitely see you guys finishing in like the eight, seven or eight seed. I'll take that, dude. Yeah. I love the playoffs with these guys. Definitely. We just got to stay healthy, dude. Correct. Everybody's got to stay and healthy. You got, and Austin Rivers is gone, which I, I loved Austin. Uh, Everybody knows I loved Austin. But I, you got to imagine that he was a little bit cancerous in that locker room. You Maybe know? from what they say, but I also hear that Chris Paul wasn't the fucking. Chris Paul's greatest. never the easiest guy to right? be around. And so was but at Lick. least Chris Paul is a fucking all star and a Hall of Fame. True. I'm with that. Yeah. He can be a dick. Yeah, exactly. He's but earned that. <laughs> I just think the whole thing, it took it, it took five years, bro, and they were over each other. They started really hot, yep. really excited, yep. and as it went on, and Chris was frustrated, Blake was frustrated, like, you guys are supposed to be the best you know, top ten in the NBA, yeah. and we're not going anywhere. I would have to imagine that Austin Rivers is excited about not being in that situation anymore. So now he has the right to go over to Washington and prove himself that – that it's not just my dad that's keeping me in true. the NBA. Very true. Like, let me go to this franchise over here that have electric guards. I mean, John Wall, Bradley Beal. They're going to be good. Are Drew. the guys in front of him. Right. And he, see if he can carve out some minutes and, and then prove that he's worth the money that his dad gave him. Right. And he's not just playing because Pops is putting him in the game. Right. Which so, I think is I think he has to be it. really happy about that. Okay. Right. Uh, maybe his job is, is not so secure. You know, as it is with his dad, right? But at least he it obviously he has though. He has an opportunity to to silence all the haters, including me, right? Right? If he you comes have out, been a fucking awesome well, dude. I I every time I see him, I there's at least one to two times I'm watching him where I'm like, why is this guy in the NBA? Didn't we get in a fight once though? Probably. No, well, this was a, who did do you say you could beat one on one? Did you say I said a, I could get seven on Austin? Seven? Rivers. You did say that on episode. <laughs> that was like episode one or two. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how ridiculous that sounds now? Looking uh, back at that, well, at the, I, adamant, honestly, dude. honestly, at the at that time a year ago, <laughs> you were crazy. I was bro. dunking. I'm out there. I'm you know I'm, I'm all rolled up now. I got I got you I got old man dude. ankles, bro. Dude, I got the Steph Curry the club. I got the Steph Curry ankles, bro. I need to strengthen my hips, dude. <laughs> I got a, some some kind of thing that he's doing. <laughs> we need yoga, bro. That's, That's what, what the fuck we need. We need some Speaking yoga. Speaking of that, yeah, because I'm so out of shape too, bro. And I'm trying. <laughs> I'm out there playing, bro. But yeah, you play, yeah. But I noticed in the two months that I hadn't played because of my Achilles, dude, I've put on some pounds, bro. I put oh, yeah. on like 15, I think. That happens. I'm not sure. I feel like I put on 15. I mean, right. thank God I'm fucking handsome. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right there, you go. Or I'd be in some deep shit. Do you, do you not have a scale? I don't never owned a scale. You don't nah, need a scale. Yeah. Nah, because some days I'll be like. I'm you're, good. You're looking, you're looking 210. You can see it. Some days I'm looking, you look 185. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that morning you wake up, you get that flat tummy syndrome right? in the morning. You're like, Love hey, it. hey, that's a that's okay over there. <laughs> well, I need to work on it, bro. So I yeah. was gonna I was gonna propose a, a challenge for you. A challenge for yourself. For, for me and you, yes. Okay. All right, um, finally. Not you're... and you, but Right, this... no, for the for the podcast. Yes, for, yeah, the, for pod. the people. 
Uh, I can do this, bro. What is the challenge? I want to do a 20 for 30. 20 for 30. Yes, 20 for 30. Not a 30 for 30. But I want to so lose wanna... 20 pounds in 30 days. 20 pounds in 30 days. I, I can do this, bro. Okay. I've done this before. All right. So we're going. you're going pretty heavy then. Well, I'm so pissed, bro, that I'm not doing what I want to do on the court. Right. You know? And I think the reason why we're starting to get these issues yes. with, with the Achilles and the knees right. and all this shit, yeah. so got to keep my weight down. Absolutely. Or else I'm not going to be able to fucking play. They say that every pound you lose mm-hmm. is 10 pounds of pressure off your knees. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So how many pounds of pressure would 20 pounds be off of these knees? 200 pounds. 200 pounds of That pressure. can't be right. That can't be right. But that's bro. what I heard. Maybe. I heard that. <laughs> I'm going to research I'll research this and post <laughs> and then if it's if it's true I'm going to leave this in. Do you think so I can do you know it? It's true. Uh 20 no. pounds in 30 days. Yeah. I'm I, eating really well, Drew. That's hard, right? Yeah. So 20 pounds in 30 days that seems like a lot, okay. but I think you could do it. I don't think it's that's a that that's it, a lot. It is. Should I should 20 I 20 pounds? What about 20 pounds in 40 days? Or do you like the whole like 20 I like the 20 for 30? 20 for 30 is a great it's little a great one. So then let's make it happen. Okay. I do you want to do 15 for 30? Because then that's two pounds, Mm -hmm. two pounds, or it's a pound every two days, right? Okay. I mean, I think that's more attainable. This is more of like 15 for 30. We can, right. That's, I think I could do that. So I want to 15 for 30. Is that, no, but I said 20, bro. I think I could do 20. Okay. That's a lot of weight though, but I can do that. Well, this challenge is a good challenge. I I like this challenge. Uh, I think we're going to have to get constant updates. We're going to need a scale. Fuck. Luckily for you, you I, I, I own a scale. I know you do. So we'll have to, I don't even want to do the weigh-in, bro. We're going like to have to do the weigh-in. Fuck. We, we probably need to do it on Instagram. No. We probably need God. to do it on Instagram. Dude, we need to document like it. 290, bro. We're going to document it. All right. Well, this is what I want, then. This is the challenge. I can do it. Let's make the, let's make the bet. All right, 20 pounds talk, in 30 days. Let's I got talk it. about it. If I win. Yeah. If I lose my 20 pounds. Yes. You have to spend 200 bucks. Okay. On Clipper tickets. To we got to go to a Clipper. We got to go to a Clipper game. Yes, but okay. two hundred bucks. That's a, and we'll see what kind of seats we get for two hundred bucks. Sure, okay? sure. And probably then, pretty good seats. I'm maybe Clippers, I don't know. I don't know what the Clippers are bringing in anymore. But they lost d- other superstars. Whatever, Drew. <laughs> um, if you win, yeah, I'll do the same for you for Laker tickets to a game of your choice. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks, and right, we'll probably so, be outside yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah, we that. can watch it from the screen. I think <laughs> just outside the building. We're gonna end up at the bar anyways, bro. That's so fine. It is no, I like is. that. I think that's fun. Staples Center is great. Okay, uh, I'm cool with that. Okay. I, and I am. I'm gonna be rooting for you. Are you? I'm gonna be rooting for okay. you. Well, I would love to see a Laker game on your dime, right? As much as I would love that. I well, here's the thing. I guess it's a win-win, right? So in the instance that you that you come up a little bit short, right. you still lost whatever fifteen pounds. Hopefully, so hopefully that's, maybe I'll gain. Even 15. if you lose five, you've still gained something in in, in the course of of doing this. I agree. So that I was, like that. Okay, we'll do that. So you're gonna lose twenty pounds in thirty days. Is today? So starting tomorrow, we'll right? start tomorrow. It's already morning. it's already four o'clock here. Okay. So October fourth. I'm you, starting. You're going to be day number one. We're going to get the weigh-in. <clears throat> right. We're going to have it documented, mm-hmm. and you're going to look, try and lose 30 pounds by... 20 pounds, Drew. Don't say 30 pounds. 20 pounds. Yes. By November the 4th. Is, if that's 30 days. That's 30 days. Yes. It's probably 31, because there's 31 days in October. So okay. I'll give you the extra one. No, then that's not it. Okay, then then it's November the 3rd. Okay. 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 I got this. Deal. So did you know what else I heard about, though, this week? Tell me. Real quick. And I want to get into it on the next segment with you. Is uh, the GMs? They did this survey. This is something the I. Poll. The GMs took a survey. Mm-hmm. They answered every GM in the league answered forty nine questions about the league and players and 
operations and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I, for whatever reason, I haven't heard about it until this year. So I kind of want to go over that with you. They've been doing this for a while. Apparently, this is like the fifth year or something like that. No, I think it's more than that. More than that? Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, I haven't heard. They're they're actually making it public, which is cool. And so I want to go through some of these questions. I think we're going to have some fun answering these questions, see what the GMs thought. Let's do it. All right, we are back. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. Episode 46, the bow, the Charles bow outlaw episode. It's about damn time my boy gets some respect. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> uh, you were mentioning on the last segment about the uh, GM poll that came out, which yes. was interesting. I did see, so the only one I really saw today and I posted it on our page was uh-huh. uh, the owners voted Steven Adams as, as the toughest player in the NBA. The toughest player in the NBA. Yes. You got to listen to this. Listen to it. And they voted that you were the toughest guy in the league. Who? Uh, the general managers that were polled in that survey. Oh, yeah. what do you What do you feel about when you, know, you hear something like that? I can't, mate. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get I a bonus? <laughs> That'll be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Could mean anything, mate. Yeah. Toughness just, I don't know, seems dumb. <laughs> it does. Like, yeah. But it. So last year you were tied for first in this poll with uh, with Draymond and Kawhi. So did you get tougher or did those guys get less tough? I don't know. It's such, <laughs> such a weird thing to poll. You guys are just bored, I think. Honestly. And he was no. so just like did not give a shit about He's like, what do you, like, that means nothing. Yeah, it doesn't mean You know, it doesn't it mean, mean that I'm the toughest player. Like, you know. What he asked, he asked, "Do I get a pay increase?" On That's that? what, he, what he said. He said, "Do I get a do I get a bonus?" He said, "If not, then I don't care." Then it doesn't matter. So apparently, this is actually. I, I thought it was only the fifth. This is the seventeenth annual right. NBA.com GM survey, and the GMs respond to forty nine questions. Why not in this? 50? In why this, not 50? I don't. Yeah, I don't know why forty nine. Forty nine different questions about the best teams, the players, coaches, fans, and then like off season moves. Uh, general managers were not were not allowed to vote for their own teams, right? Okay. So they had to vote for somebody else, another team, uh, or personnel mm-hmm. or their own players. They uh, couldn't vote for their own players. Correct. Okay. Yeah. The very first question that they ask is, "Who do you think is going to win the championship this year?" And That's obvious. Eighty-seven percent of GMs picked Golden State. No surprise. I want to know the other, what the fuck the other thirteen percent chose. So it was yeah, Boston. And Houston yeah. were tied at 7% chance each, which I think is, I mean, fair, I guess, especially because, you know, at least the Warriors GM had to vote for somebody right. else. Oh, that's true. And I'm guaranteeing you that uh, the the Rockets GM did not vote for the Warriors. <laughs> so the Clippers weren't on that list. Daryl Moore. No, the Clippers didn't make that list. Unfortunately, we didn't. No, okay. no, no, no. I wonder what they had the Lakers at, though. And so, so then the next thing they did was they said, please rank the top four teams in the Eastern Conference. Top four. So I would, I'm curious to see what your... Top four is. Top four, Boston. I like Indiana. Okay. Boston, Indiana. Uh, I, Milwaukee could be there. Milwaukee could be there. Okay. And you're missing You're missing Philly or Toronto. Yeah. One of those two's yeah, got to be in there. I know, but that's what I'm making my decision on here. Okay. And, I and you're pop- not necessarily going in order. You're just saying you're, you're four teams. My four. Okay. I would take Philly over Toronto. Philly over Toronto. Mm-hmm. So... If you if you had to rank them, you think Boston won, mm-hmm. and then what? I do Boston, Philly, Philly, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, and Indiana. Indiana. Okay. No, no, no. 
Boston, Philly, Indiana, Milwaukee. Indiana, Milwaukee. Yes. Okay. So you're actually you're not far off here. They have Boston overwhelmingly right. winning the East, right? Ninety percent. Right? Uh, Toronto is in second. Mm. They're assuming a lot, right? They're assuming that Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how Elmer Fudd Kawhi Wenard. Kawhi be very very quiet I'm Kawhi Wenard. <laughs> um so <laughs> they have Boston number one they okay. got Toronto number two assuming that Kawhi's gonna play very well Philly at third right. Milwaukee in four cool. and then Indiana five okay and I think that's probably about that's right. Close. I I honestly think that Philly's going to have a hell of a season, bro. I, I watched them play a little bit uh, in the preseason. Hey, Fultz, Fultz was hitting fucking jumpers, dude. They're just they have a lot. They yeah. have a lot. They added a big guy who can shoot to their second team, uh, Mike Mascala, mm-hmm. who's who's a, a hell of a rebounder and he can mm-hmm. actually shoot threes, which they need shooters. So they have JJ and they have this guy now. Covington's going to have to shoot a lot, and they're actually going to rely on like Saric. It seems like with Fultz starting with Ben Simmons, they're going to rely on Sarge and Embiid to hit some threes with Covington. That's a nice. That's a nice trio right there. So yeah, I would I would go Boston and then Philly and then Toronto and then I I kind of do like Indiana, but Milwaukee with Budenholzer could be a whole different thing. They haven't really had a very good coach for yeah. Giannis yet, and, and he's not great. Budenholzer is definitely not great. Budenholzer is a good coach, though. Mm-hmm. So he won Coach of the Year in Atlanta. He turned that right. franchise around right. for three years. I think I think he's going to have a, a hell of an impact on on Milwaukee, so that's fine. And then of course they switched over to the West. So what do you want me to give you? What they said, and give then you, said. you can gripe with it. So they have Golden State number one, no surprise. Mm-hmm. Houston number two, again, not really a surprise there. Oklahoma City three, Utah four. Interesting. And then they got the Lakers in fifth, followed by Portland, San Antonio, and Denver. I like I like. So they don't have the Clippers in in, oh, in the playoffs, right. which is okay, right? But I think that's about how it's going to pan out. I mean, as long as Russ comes back healthy You don't think the Lakers are better than OKC? No, I don't. You don't think they have a better team than OKC? No. Just because of – well, actually, OKC got the the French dude who I like. Right? Schroeder? Uh, German, yeah. Yeah. Is he German? He's German. Dennis Schroeder. He was born in Germany. My bad. Yeah, German. Um, Uh, I like him a lot. I do too. I I think think what they did when when they got rid of Melo, they really did help, like, expand – the court for them, right? Because Melo, like we know, is not like the best off-ball mover. Like he, he likes to kind of catch it and, and go to work. Yeah, he's the black hole, right? So I think they're going to have more space on the floor to run pick and rolls with uh, Paul George and mm-hmm. Stephen Adams, Russell Westbrook, Stephen Adams. That's a good team. That and is then a move good the team, ball man. around. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they don't finish third, though. I mean, they could finish anywhere, honestly, especially with Russell's knee. Which it seems like every every year this guy's getting some kind of scope to his knee and is coming back and, and getting another average for triple doubles. Right, <laughs> so right. it, it seems like he should be he should be fine. I honestly i I think the Lakers are going to finish fifth. Uh, that's where I had him picked right from the get go when we had this roster completed. So uh, I think that's pretty solid. All right, what else you got? What else did they have? They went for MVP. So the MVP. they have. So they had LeBron at thirty percent. KD. KD at twenty seven. Harden. Anthony Davis and Harden mm-hmm. in that order. One, two, three, four. Could be Anthony's year too, dude. Ad's, Ad's. I mean, last the last I don't know half of last year was MVP stuff. Hell yeah! But it seems like every year we have a lot of guys that are putting up outstanding numbers. Right. Whether it's Russ averaging a triple double again, or James Harden leading the league in scoring and assists, or whatever right. he's doing. Um, obviously, LeBron fills the stat sheet. So 
I think this year, I don't see Kevin Durant winning the MVP. He actually came out and said something about that, right? Yeah, which is so, uh, this guy, Captain Sensitive. Captain Sensitive, again, man. Had said something to the, to the fact of the NBA doesn't respect me and my talents. That's why I don't win any awards or something right, like that. And right. It's like, yo, you're two time MVP. Of the finals, of the finals, bro. Right, the, the the highest, which is that's that's the real award that matters. It's the I best think. award that yeah. you can get is better than any MVP trophy. Right, finals MVP is the most coveted, you know, award you can win. And I agree that he shouldn't get looks for MVP because he has a two time MVP right. in his backcourt, right. like starting with him. Right. So I I don't see him getting enough accolades why to win is he over. So fucking sensitive. Bro. I don't know, man. Well, because I guess why is because he's the second best player in the NBA, right. arguably the first best player in the NBA, yeah. who we're completely dismissing from the MVP voting. That would make me a little bitter, I guess, on some sense. But I think when he reflects on like why people are saying, yeah, it's really easy for you to look really good with the roster that you have. Right. So they're discrediting his talents. Even though this guy is so efficient. He's unbelievably efficient. He when will he, go when down as probably the greatest scorer in it. Like Yeah. He shoots he's like he's like thirteen of seventeen from the field uh, with thirty one points, like fourteen rebounds and six assists or some shit like that every game. It's like what? That's crazy. So I understand the gripe. He won't get my vote this year though. No. There's no chance. No. Um others that receive voting though, right? Giannis, Curry, Kyrie, Kawhi. I don't know who the hell voted for that. And Westbrook. So there's a whole litany of, right. of players in there. And then this one, I think, and then we can kind of end it up because the, the whole, there's a, like I said, 49 questions. Mm-hmm. If you were starting a franchise today mm-hmm. and could sign any player in the NBA to be your guy, who would it be? Well, to start a franchise, you have to go young, right? So you assume uh, everybody would say Kevin Durant or LeBron James. I don't want to go that route. Like, I want to. Those guys finished third and fourth in the Okay, I've got a couple. Okay. I'll give you three. Okay. Giannis. Yep. Ben Simmons. Oh, okay. And um, Jason Tatum. Like, I'd go Jason really, Tatum. I'd Jason go Tatum's great. They did Giannis at number one, 30%. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis. Uh-huh. He's always hurt, though. At two. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the problem is he, he has to stay on the floor. Right. Kevin Durant at three. LeBron at four. Steph at five. Joel Embiid. Six. He'd be on the list. But see, I'm thinking I want the, to build for, you know, years. Saying, yeah. I'm, yeah. At this point, I'm not going to choose LeBron James. Right. Before, I before any of those young guys that we just right. mentioned. Even I would, I would almost choose Joel Embiid before LeBron, uh, just because of how young Joel is. In right. Comparison. If you're building a franchise. Right. If you're building for the next 10 years, right. you can't assume that LeBron's going to be there. So same thing with Steph. Steph's 30 years old. Totally. <laughs> totally. It's easy to forget because he looks like a child out there still, right. even though he keeps insisting on having some facial hair he does to be do recognized that. as a man. <laughs> Last year, Oddly enough, Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, he be he just was got paid the list, too. and he's not even on that list anymore, which is strange. Well, he 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 got exposed a little bit, bro. He's extremely passive. Yeah, doesn't want to be the 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 main guy, and he's extremely talented. Yeah, you know, he just doesn't want to. You know, that was their problem last year, dude. Like everybody wanted the Rock. Except for Carl Anthony Towns. And they needed to give it to him. He was shooting more threes than he was posting up. Right. And it's like, what is happening right now? Right. And his defense is pretty lackluster, too. So I guess. But again, okay, so real quick about that. Yeah. Because we're talking about these young guys, right? Uh, Steve Nash was on Bill Simmons, right? Yeah, he, he was. Were talking, I want to talk about young players really fast. Like, we wrote off Markel Fultz last year. He went through a lot of shit over yeah. the, the shooting form. Well, and it was everything. a lost season. He had a lost season last year. Totally. But yeah. he's 20. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to give these guys some time to grow like they're children. And Steve Nash was just saying, like, if you wrote off 
Dirk Nowitzki his rookie year because he was with him. Right. So Dirk averaged six points a game. He was slow. You know what I mean? He could shoot. He was weak. Yeah. Um, but if you gave up on these kids, like, like we're kind of writing these people off, there's a reason why you were a number one pick, Markel. You right. know, I think they got something really special. You know, well, so he looks good, right? right. So we, I watched a little bit of him. I think you have as well. He hit his first three pointer, which the the Philly crowd went wild. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. I think that was great. Right. Uh, he he took one before that and missed. It was short, but he was wide open. Obviously, mm-hmm. everyone's gonna leave this kid wide open uh, until he starts hitting threes. And then he hit one in the corner, and the crowd went nuts. He looks healthy. Yeah. Uh, his jumper looks fine. Right. You know, I don't see any major hitches in it. Right. Um, I think it's important for him to remove the pressure on himself. Like, he should be able to miss seven threes. Of course. Without even questioning it and being like, well, so I've missed seven threes. I'll hit the next one. Kind of like that's the mentality that we want all players to mm-hmm. have that can shoot or or that we think can shoot because he hit threes in college all day long. It's confidence thing, bro. He was right. in his fucking head. Right. So now, I think, I think, but you know, having him shoot more and more threes is the only way for him to get totally into that rhythm and, and uh, just get out of his head about it. It's just like, dude, and start I, hitting buckets. Once you start getting right. the buckets, dude, it's all going to come naturally. Yeah. yeah. I just, I think we're going to see a lot from him this year. I think it's going to be, that's yeah. going to be a fun fucking team. That's dude. a great team. Right. And I still think there's a chance Jimmy Butler ends up there. Yeah. Which I'm still hoping for because that would be an amazing. Even team to Jamal, watch. like, why can't Philly pick Crawford. up Jamal Crawford right now? Like, you need scoring. Right? Yeah, they need shooting. Shooting, well, he can shoot. He can shoot pretty good. He can create his own shot. Second yep. team, he'd be great. Like, I don't understand why these guys aren't picked up yet. Right, TJ McConnell's locking down that spot right now, though. That's why <laughs> TJ's the third guard, bro. Yeah, my guy, TJ McConnell, University of Arizona, triple double last year. He's backing up Ben Simmons, and now he's backing up Ben Simmons and Markel right. Fultz. So his his minutes are going to be tight this year. But so did they have did they have any like random questions on this on this? Yeah, they like, got a anything bunch. They weird because forty nine questions sounds. So here we go. Which player forces opposing coaches to make the most adjustments? I, currently well, in the NBA, I, I mean LeBron and Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron, James Harden, mm-hmm. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis. And LeBron was 60%, like overwhelmingly. Yeah, he changes the whole game because yeah. he could be fucking one through five. Right. And, and you know, he for at least for the last couple of years, he's been like the whole team, you know. Right. He, without without Kyrie, it's just been him. So you have to game plan for LeBron more than you need to game plan for the rest of the cast. Well, speaking of LeBron really fast, and we'll go back to that. But did you watch any of the Laker games? Because yeah. they look like they're ready to go, bro. I Like, they I, look fun. Showtime is yeah, fucking back. Bro. I'm super excited about it. I did. I watched both their games and... I have never seen as much adrenaline running through these players' bodies that were playing with LeBron. Right. Like, we came out the gate ready to go. Right. These guys were amped, even the ones coming in off the bench. I remember like Kuzma, I think, was the first one in off the bench. Mm-hmm. And he came in, he was springy. He shot his first shot immediately, was jumping all over the place. These, I think everyone on this team is excited to be on the team, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Something that I haven't seen as a Laker fan for right. five years, right? right? We, we get excited about players. Like, I love Brandon Ingram. I'm super stoked that he's on our team, and he was kind of the only thing that I was super excited about for a couple seasons. Kuzma and Lonzo. Lonzo's not out there yet because of his knee. But I'm excited for this team, right? And then the first play of the preseason, JaVale wins the tip, 
LeBron passes to Rondo. Rondo th- throws a half-court lob to JaVale McGee, and he slams it home. First play. That's about as promising a start <laughs> to a preseason as you can hope for. Dude, Showtime's back, bro. Like, we, Showtime is back. And the one thing I really wanted to talk about is the way that we are playing. We are playing like Showtime. Mm-hmm. We, If they're making a shot, we are getting the ball out of bounds very fast, and we're up the court very quickly. We're running a, a quick motion offense, which seems like designed to get a shot off in, within 10 seconds. So we're getting ball up the floor. They're bringing it up the left side, and they have a little motion screen on either side. Mm-hmm. And then they're cutting through, and you're finding LeBron in the post, which was like the first couple of plays we had him in his low post on the left side where he can do his little fadeaway or, or cut middle. And then we're firing to, to three-point shooters who are catch and shoot. And we're, we're going to score a lot of points this, I think so too. this year. I think so, too. And our too. defense looks pretty good, honestly. All in all, I was going to be a little worried about our defense, but we're long as fuck. Our whole team is long right. from top to bottom. And you pass the ball, bro. You yeah. got Rondo, Lonzo, LeBron. Like, these guys, Lance, you know. Lance can pass. pass. the rock, yeah. bro. Yeah. I think I see a lot of, like, uh, old school Phoenix Suns. Sure, you know? like the D'Antoni era Phoenix yeah. Suns. Yeah, that's what we're, it seems like, it seems like that's kind of what we want to do. And we're going to play a lot small. Like, we're going to have JaVale on the floor for a lot of it because he can still, he's still mobile for right. his seven foot size. But when he comes out, we're playing small ball. We're going like to be LeBron will probably be at the five. LeBron will be at the five or Kuz will be at the right. five or, you know, uh, heaven forbid Mo Wagner gets in a game. I love this kid. I know. That's I do Svee for three. First of all, Svee, McKay, look, Mo Wagner. These are shooters. We need them out there. Svee, I don't know if they're going to get a lot of time. I think Svee's going to get more minutes be- simply because he's long right. and he can, and he's our best shooter. He's our best knockdown shooter right now from, from three is him him and probably kuzma honestly at this point are probably our best three point dead on three point shooters right but yeah man i'm excited i'm excited too That's- i i think our roster once once lonzo's back we're gonna have guys competing every day to start guys competing every day you know to, to get as many minutes as they can and get out on that floor rondo said today um they're interviewing it. and dude he was rivals with lebron for a long time you know what i mean like he's like i played against this guy for 13 years right and he, they asked him about LeBron's leadership. Like, what do you think now that you're in the locker room with him? And he said, man, I had to play against this guy for 13 years. I knew he was a leader. And then when I got here, like, now I really get it. Yeah. Why LeBron is LeBron. I, I think you guys are going to do better. I mean, I've been high on the Lakers all summer, haven't I? Yes, you have. I have. The Maybe highest I'm, you've ever been probably on the Lakers. I mean, I, I, I think you realize when the Lakers are good, but I usually don't support I them. I fucking can't. I see it more than Laker fans, I think. I think their, their team, I think they can win it all, dude. Yeah, I, I honestly don't see that. Think, this is how I'm thinking about it. LeBron was, was like, has always been on mediocre teams, right? Minus, minus the Miami, Miami. Okay. And then, and then the years with Kyrie and Kevin, those are, those are good teams. Yeah. Kyrie, Le- Kyrie, yeah, Kevin, and him. So. That's a good. That's a good. They spot. are, but I'm so saying last. There was like six years where he had good teams, right? So go ahead. So what I'm seeing is like he went to the finals last year with this semi decent team. Yeah, you got Corver and J.R. Smith and Kevin Love. Blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Yes, I think now he is on a better team. Yes, than he was in Cleveland. But you he's in, agree a, he's with in me a on harder that. conference. Yeah, but. I don't know. Maybe I'm just loving right. So I guess the question is like, do you do you think that he could have made it to the finals or at least the conference finals in the West with that team last year? If if you, if Cleveland was in the West uh-huh. and they and let's just say they finished exactly yes, I do, I do. So you think he was still would have had that run because he was playing out of his mind? I yes. Okay, but he's always been playing out of his mind. So I guess if if he does another performance like last postseason, which was tremendous, 
you know, 35 points a game and like nine and nine or whatever, whatever outrageous stats that he was putting up until the finals there. Yeah, I can see us making a run, definitely. But what I know is that we're going to, we're going to wait. We're going to do the Popovich treatment this year. We're not going to make LeBron play 82 games. True. Lord willing. Right. You know, like we shouldn't try and, you know, last year he played like 38 minutes, 40 minutes a game. We don't want him to be playing that much during he the regular can, season. He can though, bro. I know he, he will. Can. I know he can, but we signed him to five year deal, right? right? I want him for five years. Like if he's on the squad, I want him for five years. I don't want him to be injured like Kobe when he's getting uh, up in age. You start tearing Achilles, you start tearing this. When Kobe tore his Achilles, he was, Dan Tony was playing him the most minutes he had played in the last five seasons. Right. So I don't want to try and, and like run him into the ground, especially with the length and the youth that we have. You don't have to. I'm happy with us finishing in the fifth or fourth seed. Mm-hmm. And then whoever we're playing, Utah has got to be shaking in their boots when they see us Definitely. in that four or five, right? Same thing with Oklahoma City. You don't want to play against <clears> us. Right. But when it gets to the, the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors, there's no – I don't see a way for us to beat them. I just don't. They're just – the way that they can shoot the ball eliminates any real kind of defense that you can play. If they're yeah. shooting the rock, both of those squads, if they're shooting the rocks 38 40% from three and they're dynamic one-on-one players, there's not much you can do about I that. I agree with you. That's so, why 86% of the GMs yeah. say <laughs> – my whole point was saying you have a chance with LeBron on your team. I'm cool I with think. that. And I do think we're going to make a run this year, and I'm, I'm stoked on that. I see us making it into the second round, mm-hmm. and then maybe who knows. Once we're in there and LeBron's in, like, in playoff mode, who knows? Houston Lakers playoff series oh, would be – Give me that. Give me that any day of the I week, I haven't bro. seen the Lakers in a playoffs in several years, oh, bro. Oh, God. Welcome I'm, to my I'm life. I'm pumped – I am pumped about this season. So you're pumped on opening night, which is October 16th, because we got something going down, Drew. October 16th. Stay tuned. Okay. All right, all right. You're back with the True Players Podcast, the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, we left off talking about October 16th. Opening day. We had an epiphany the other night. We did. Uh, while Drew and I were at Taco Tuesday at our favorite little spot here in San Clemente, the local new joint that we really like. They got a great deal. Two tacos and limited margies for 20 bucks. Um, we limited were, margaritas. We were in that piece. Yes. Um, so we had the great idea of throwing another party. Yeah. We're going to do the Clips and Drew tip-off party yep october 16th is is opening night for the nba yes it is uh we're gonna take over the local here in san clemente yep uh we're gonna watch basketball we're gonna drink margaritas we are we want everybody to come if you're in or near the vicinity we want you to come we want you know a better turnout than our first party which was a great party and a great turnout it was a great party um I want everybody there. I want all the brands, all the people that support us, everybody to come. We're going to have a really good time. We're going to watch basketball. Uh, I'll make sure that some San Clemente beauties are there too, so it's not just all dudes. Yeah. All right? Yeah. I'm going to make sure that happens. That's good. We need, yeah, a little less dudes I think would be all right. No, we but, like you dudes. We no, like you guys. Thank you. I think I think they'll all appreciate that as well. <laughs> but no, uh, so yeah, uh, Tuesday, October 16th is the official tip-off of the season. So at 5 p.m., 
You got the Sixers against the Celtics, which is going to be a great opening match. We were just talking about that. Amazing. Right. Uh, God, let's just see no injuries for Gordon Hayward, please. Like once he makes it at that first quarter, everyone's going to say a little bit of a prayer. Prayers up. Jeez. Um, and no injuries opening day. or No injuries let's, at let's all. Just, let's just, let's Last a, year, if you remember, like very Gordon healthy, went down. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Lin went down that it day. It was not good. Like, fuck, let's man. Let's just have a nice, healthy opening. Uh, and then the, the second game is the Thunder against the Warriors, also a great matchup. Match, it's going to be so much fun, guys. Just yeah. come. The local is dope. Like It's going to be like out, outdoor seating, but you can see the TVs yeah, and the gotta, bars right there outside. Yep. So it's going to be fun. We want you all there uh, just to show, show you how much we love you, and thank you for listening to us. Uh, we also... It's time, Drew. It's time for the giveaway. It's that giveaway time. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, following us on Instagram, we teamed up with our boys over at the Forest Lab. They make some super dope tees. Yep. Um, they were nice enough to send us a few. Yeah. Um, and awesome we, t-shirts. Great t-shirts. Yeah. If you are a sports fan or an LA fan, a lot of LA related yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clippers, Lakers, Dodgers, you know, and then they got some really, you know, eclectic assortment yeah did they, I say eclectic you just did that was a good excellent like second podcast in a row i busted out a weird a weird that's word. an excellent word <laughs> but anyways we teamed up with the people over at the forest lab um so we had siri randomly pick a number and it turned out that it was our boy staying in hoops staying in hoops who is one of the coolest dudes you'll ever meet. Great guy. Very unsuspecting Hooper, though. Like, if you if you looked at him, you'd be like, oh, he doesn't play basketball. The dude gets it in. Yes, he does. Um, And I've we've got to meet him a few times. He's come to some of my brand Black events. Yeah, man. He came to our last party. He's a great guy. Uh, it's only fitting that you won because if it was the next comment, it would have been the Forest Lab, and they can't win their own t-shirt. They can't t-shirts. win their own t-shirt, man. So... You won, Stangin' Hoops. Congratulations, brother. You get to pick whatever shirt you want from the website. Yep. Um, and then we'll ship that right out to you. And hopefully you can wear it to our party. Yeah. That, you're, that you better be coming to. Right. He'll be there, dude. I he would has, hope so. I, he's going to be there, dude. He would make room. Maybe we'll keep, maybe we'll keep his shirt. Uh, well, we'll present it to you at the I'm party. Saying. You got to come and get it, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to hold it ransom. Uh, so go on the website, pick out whatever shirt you want, and let me know uh, which one you want, and we'll make that happen. Congratulations, brother. One more thing, Drew, before yeah. we go. Okay. A couple albums dropped this week. Yeah, good big. good music weekend. Um, Yeah, we argued about this yesterday because I was mad that you hadn't listened to Wheezy's album yet. i had and i was up in uh, i had another wedding bro i was up i was up in wine country this he's weekend. not lying people he was literally at his seventh wedding of the summer yeah it's, it's, it was <laughs> it felt like my seventh this is my fifth close enough. uh my it's my lady's seventh and she's got one more i think so it's it's been a bit busy fucking wedding season So you didn't get to listen to wheezy boy no uh, I didn't carter five dropped it is hot lil wayne shows exactly why yeah you know he's one of the best rappers alive. Finally dropped, dude. It's I'm, crazy. I'm Drew. so glad it dropped. It's and it's amazing. You literally got to go the yeah. whole album. I started last night a little bit, so I've heard a couple. I played songs you now. some stuff yeah. last night, yeah. And uh, the dude's going in. I feel like I've grown up with Lil Wayne. I'm not. I think I've told this story before, but uh, I bought Cash Money's that, that Cash Money album. The Hot because, Boys? No, no, no. It was the Big Timers album. Big Timers. Baby, Baby and Manny Fresh came out with an album. Uh-huh. Um. And dude, they were just so crazy on the covers. I bought it because I thought they looked like jokes. Like they had BG <laughs> on there, like flossing his gold teeth. And I'm like, dude, I got to give these guys a listen. Um, so I've been listening to them forever. But that album, Drew. Yeah. Cutlass, Monte Carlos, and Regals. Man, this is my jam. This is the first time I ever heard Little Wayne. Oh, yeah. So I want to take us out. Okay. 
with Cutlass Monte Carlos and Regals, man. To Suburban's Expeditions with the TV's plan. Lil Wayne's first verse. Peep the shit out. October 16th. Party. Clips and Drew tip off. We're ghosts. Man. Cut this Monte Carlo's and Regal's man. Just a urban with the T's plan.